I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right, welcome back, everyone, to a late night special episode. Well, it's not a special episode. Uh, regular for us. Special for us. Uh, welcome to another regular episode of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo. And I'm Gabe, and welcome to Midnight Edition. Yeah, it, it's just special because, um, yeah, as you just said, we're recording this uh, very late. Uh, we usually tend to do it like... Um, Around, around noon yeah around noon or, or afternoon or afternoon yeah. <laughs> um we uh, decided to do it um, pretty late today um but you know maybe the vibe will be just uh, that bit more special or whatever you just told me you just uh, uh <laughs> <you> bought a <laughs> what a glass of wine <laughs> yeah, yeah bo- uh, whole bottle yeah bottle of wine with me and lit a cigarette and now i'm in a good mood yeah it's incredible i'm just i'm, I'm missing that little bar music in the background you know <laughs> I might just add that <laughs> in the edit. Yeah. But now Are we'll you? have a typical bar conversation. Yes. At least for us, a typical bar conversation. Yeah, isn't it nice? Yeah, I mean, beautiful. By now, we uh, we um, ever since the quarantine sort of has lifted, we we've been able to do that now again. Um, but uh, you know, also nice to have it now to to be able to do it online. Yeah, uh, again. And still, we should still practice some social distancing. So yeah, sure. We're being responsible right here. We are. Well, it's, it's <laughs> like uh, bars still close at like 11 p.m., right? So uh, this is just yeah. the, the normal thing to do at midnight now to have that bar conversation like over the internet. <laughs> then like two days or when this episode comes out, I yeah. think, they'll yeah, be on the back day. to yeah. like 1 a.m.? Yes, I think, I think. so. Beautiful. Yeah, so the day that this episode is released, um, you'll find us in some sort of bar at w- <laughs> till 1 a.m. <laughs> rather than Yeah, until hopefully not. I have to work on Tuesday. <laughs> Anyway, how are you doing, man? I am fine. I am kind of glad we're doing this right now because I was kind of bored right now. So yeah, I'm, perfect. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that this worked out as well. So, how are you doing? How's your week been? Well, you know, uh, all right. I would say uh, not particularly sp- uh, spectacular, but all right. Uh, That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, um, life, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's a bitch, right? <laughs> yeah, and demonetized. I, um, <laughs> I, I heard that because you just said that. Um, I think I did. I tell you that before. There's like this song lyric that's like, "Life is a bitch, but I'm glad that I met her." <laughs> yeah, I like. You told me about that one yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> just remember that. Um, yeah, but I'm excited to to um, to hear, especially what you're gonna, what you'll have to say, and what what things you've seen this week because. Uh, once again, um, <laughs> it's been a slow movie-watching week for me, or <laughs> show-watching a week for me. Um, I just can't wait for the cinemas to open back up. It's just going to be so much easier for us, and uh, we'll have more to talk about. But how about you? Did you watch a lot of things this week? Not a lot, but let, like the last couple of days, a couple of things came out. Yeah. I think one thing we both saw, we talked about it last week. We, we talked about it last we week, We teased yeah. it. We, we did, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Okay. Just to see where you're at with this particular yeah. piece. Yeah. I mean, if you're new to this show, uh, basically what we do around here is we um, we pick the one best thing that we've seen all week. That could be a movie. It could be a TV show. 
uh, or just a YouTube video. Uh, that's it, nothing more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and we haven't uh, talked about this beforehand, so I don't know um, what Gabe's pick is going to be. He doesn't know what my pick is going to be. And um, yeah, I mean, other than just picking the one best thing, we also like talk about the other things that we've seen and just, you know, the regular old banter that uh, <laughs> you just listen to for the first couple of minutes. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I, 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 um, I watched two things this week. All right. Um, two new things. Or two new things. Just, yeah, yeah. No, no, right. two new things. Yeah. Because <laughs> I kind of, after watching the first thing, I was like, I might need to watch something else in order to, uh, <laughs> but, but we talked about this before, um, off air as well. Um, the show is called best thing we've seen. So you're not going to watch a, a, a nine out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 every week. Um, there's going to be some weeks where uh, everything that you've watched is sort of, you know, <laughs> maybe not as good as you would, as you'd hoped, but you still got to pick the best thing. Um, and to be honest with you, um, I don't know what, uh, which one of the two things I'm going to pick I still haven't decided yet that's interesting because I watched something as well and I think we both saw the same thing yeah. like we just talked about but yeah I'm, I, we, we don't need to talk around uh, Peter and Bush anymore uh, I mean last week we, we mentioned that yeah. the new Spike Lee film joint joint but sorry yeah, yeah. as he calls it yeah as he revealed in quite an epic way at the end of the film i love that you know the last thing you see a spike lee joint oh, thank you spike i forgot what it was for a second <laughs> but yeah it's, it's like it's trademark no, right now like m night shyamalan has like a cameo each done? film yes that's him well it's not just him that does that right but yeah right but he's like famous for it sure well he well hitchcock in the way he does it good. yeah hitchcock is Especially, but Hitchcock is like you can. He's like oh, he was in a Where's Waldo picture. <laughs> no, Hitchcock he's like in a Where's Where's Waldo picture. He's like somewhere in the background. It's true. And Emma Sh- Shyamalan yeah. gives himself quite a prominent role in most of his films. Well, yeah, not like a leading role, but sure, sure, sure. kind of integral part of the plot most of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, some of the time I would say, but yeah, yeah most of the time he's the kind of guy who re- reveals something to the other person. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but uh, speaking of that Spike Lee joint thing, I think there's one of his films that doesn't have that tagline, which is the Old Boy remake. All right, because oh, well, the studio uh, sort of took away the edit from him. I think that's the reason why. Um, mm. But I'm one of the few people on this planet that enjoyed this remake. Uh, yeah, I mean, I even the, even the director is not a fan of it. But you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I just saw a trailer and I thought it would look god awful, but. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen it. Well, I no, should give I, it a fair chance. I, yeah. Well, as I, I think everyone else uh, pretty much dislikes the film, but I like Brolin and Olsen. And, you know, I like that film, but it's not. It's not. Obviously, like, not good as actors good as don't the, make a good film. It's got a good director as well. Of those, you know, it's yeah, just a great yeah. story. I mean, obviously, the the original needs to be credited for that. It's not like he, he did anything there, but. My problem is when they remake foreign films and they're not good, it kind of takes away the experience because especially Old Boy has quite a interesting plot with a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. And if you see the American remake for the first time, the first time you see Old Boy at all, kind of the whole thing gets spoiled for you because then when you watch the original, it won't be as good for you. So I don't know. I'm not a fan of remaking those kinds of films into US films, especially when they're, well, not good. Well, it sure. just takes away the experience for everybody. Sure. No, I, of course, I would definitely tell everyone to watch the original first. 
I I I I had seen the original when I watched the remake, so yeah, um, I knew what was happening. And they did a little bit of a like they did, uh, they they changed a f- some minute things that I thought were quite interesting, but you know, oh, it's nothing compared to the original, of course. Yeah. So um, right. yeah, do you want to like yeah. before? I think it's my turn to pick or my turn to start this week. I think All last right. week. So you want to start off with talking about the thing that we both watched, the new Spike Lee joins your pick? the Five Bloods. It's not. It's oh, not going to be my. It's pick. not going to be your pick. Well, okay. I thought it was going to be your pick. Um, nope. I, I'm just going <laughs> to now uh, decide and say it's not going to be my pick either. But let's talk right. about it. Let's talk about it. All let's, right. Yeah. Obviously, it's called. I think we just mentioned it's called yep. the Five Bloods. Uh, D A <laughs> Five yeah. Bloods. We need to pronounce it that way. <laughs> Please. We're legally obliged. Yeah, we're obliged. Um, yeah, you, could could you give a quick summary? Yeah, it's about four Vietnam veterans, four African American Vietnam veterans, who in the year I think probably in nineteen twenty twenty, yeah, go back to Vietnam to get the bones of one of their fallen comrades, and in the first like half an hour or something like that, they reveal that they're not just there to get the bones of the or the remains of their friend back to the USA they're there to get some gold that they left there yeah and they they, they hid it somewhere um when they were in the jungle back uh in the war and now now yeah. they're coming back to find that yeah and the movie kind of switches between the current day things that are happening how they back in Vietnam and then switches to kind of flashbacks yeah which is one very important part about the film that I want to talk about with you because in those flashbacks, which is a very, very strange choice, and I don't think it's a good one, mm-hmm. they use the same actors. So <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's supposed yeah. to be like, what, 50 years? More yeah, than I that. I mean, it's like, they said that, I think when they left Vietnam, it was 1971. So it must be like 49 years later. Yeah. I completely agree because the the young um, fallen soldier is played by by Chadwick Boseman, uh, Black yeah. Panther. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's obviously he's. I think he's actually a lot older than he looks, but he yeah, still like in his thirties at most. What in real right? life? Yeah. No, no, like, no. I'm gonna blow your mind for a second. I'm gonna really? Google this. L- yep. He is. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Twenty nine. <laughs> no. All right. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. He's forty two. Wow, all right. Yeah, I thought he was even uh, older from, than that. But uh, From like mid to uh, early to mid 30s. But all yeah, right. he looks good for he him. Looks, he looks very young, yeah. Well, I guess that's the case with most Marvel actors when they work out like that. Or what's his name from Shazam? From Shazam? Uh, Levi? Zachary Levi? Yeah, he's also way older than he looks of Paul Rudd. He, yeah, well, Paul, okay, Paul Rudd, yeah. He, uh, Zachary Levi is like in example. his 40s as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Absolutely, fair point, yeah. But um, I um, completely agree with what you said because the the, the main actors, the the veterans who who yeah. um, in the uh, now uh, are going back for that uh, treasure, they must be like in their uh, like sixties, seventies, something like yeah. that. Like four nine years later, yeah. you know, maybe in the twenties. So yeah. yeah, like in their seventies, which is so weird. It such a weird choice. Such a weird so choice. Why would you do that? Yeah, because I don't even think just they lo- de-aged them or anything. Right? It was just uh, nothing at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, very strange. At the yeah. very end of the film, they show a photo of all of them, and yeah. then they're the aged or they uh, that used younger actors that look yes exactly like them. But no, why would he them. do that? No, I think 
Oh, I think it's yeah. them, right? It's yeah, just a little bit t- touched, touched up, the, the picture. Probably, yeah. yeah. But why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I it, don't know. It added nothing to the film <laughs> but a sense of confusion Absolutely. and yeah. absurdity. Yeah, it felt very weird. And I've, I I always have that issue when, when um, actors are supposed to be different ages in films. Very rarely it works for me, um, even, with, even with makeup and stuff, uh, because it, yeah. I think it always looks fake. But now they didn't even bother. It was like, Especially like some with such 60, a huge age gap, yeah. yeah some 60-year-olds running around, supposed <laughs> to be like 20. I don't know. Uh, it's just a bit weird, yeah. And the thing is, like the film has a very absurd tone, kind of like Black Panther at times. Like Black Panther? Uh, yeah, Black Panther is kind of turns kind of absurd at moments, but it's supposed to be kind of funny but <laughs> yeah. real. Sure. But this film has the same feeling in their present day scenes, more or less, and then the flashback is becomes so weird and looks like a cheap action film with way too old actors. Yeah, I, I yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like I the think... way they shoot and run around, and I don't know. It looks very very. Um... Cheap. I don't know if gimmicky is the right word. Yeah. It doesn't look like... I, I don't think it looks like a lot of other films, which is something that could be uh, you know, seen as like a positive. It like a B-movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if they shot this on location. And uh, even... I, I haven't looked this up if they did, but just me wondering isn't a good sign because there's... I mean, there's obvious um, nods to Apocalypse Now. There's nods to... I mean... You can list list the influences that this film has, um, and they, you know, it. I mean, there's even an Apocalypse Now like poster when they when they're in the club in the beginning. But uh, did you watch until the end of the credits? Yeah, because then there there's a photo of the whole production crew. Or there's a video. Yeah, yeah. Of, of them, them saying wrapping shit. the shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it makes me think they shot it on location, especially because a lot of the crew seem to be Southeast Asian. Maybe, yeah, no, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure they shot some of it on location. But um, it just, for me, some of the scenes, as, and as you said, some of the flashback scenes um, uh, of them like fighting when that plane uh, crashes in, in, in the beginning, that just yeah. looked uh, like uh, it was shot on a green screen. But, you know, maybe I'm just, completely wrong here. I think it looked more like a, like a cheap filter. Like Maybe that's it, yeah. They did it with a cheap camera. I, I mean, it's kind of supposed to look like it's done in the 60s, I guess. Or maybe that's kind of the point. It's supposed to look like a cheap 60s action film. I don't think but it's supposed to look like a cheap <laughs> action it, it, film. I think it's supposed to look kind of cheap, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of it has to be on purpose that it seems so freaking absurd, right? I don't know. Maybe we're just, uh, you know. Because the, the critical reception of this film is pretty much great. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I thought the film... All, what did you think of the film as a whole? Yeah, I... I I thought it was. I, this, it sounds harsher than it is. I thought this was fine. <laughs> it's, um, I I was I like um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Black Klansman, uh, the recent Spike Lee film, even though I enjoyed this. Even enjoy even though I enjoyed it much more than I did um, this film. And it's sort of it's growing on me, Black Klansman. The more I think about it, I, I would actually like to see it again because I thought it was um, it, it, like. Now thinking about it, I think it's actually better than I had than I remembered it. It's pretty good on, re- on a rewatch, except the ending. It seems kind of worse. The preachy ending, yeah, and it's also the, no, I mean, not no, just the well, yes, kind of preaching, but towards the film before they show the clips. Okay, I I thought you were going to talk about the clips. No, there there's a scene in the movie where it's like 
everything is happy, everybody is kind of all right now. And that scene made zero sense. I don't want to say what it is because it's like a major spoiler. You're talking about Black Klansman though now. Yeah. Okay. When in the bar towards the end, I don't know if you remember the scene. I don't now, no. All right. If you see the film, everybody is listening. If you see the film towards the end, like the last five minutes of the film, they sit in a bar and it's a very kind of happy scene, like we gotcha scene. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to know what I'm talking about when you see the scene. It just makes no sense with one of the people especially involved and what they said in the beginning, because like nothing can be right, like the system is broken, then... Huh, now that everybody's everything's fixed, I don't know. Made no sense to me. But I need to all in all, it's a great film. Yeah, <laughs> but just um, that scene that kind of put me off. Yeah, but didn't you think? Or um, I don't know if Spike did it in um, Black Klansman as well. But what did you think of of this whole like um, PowerPoint style element of um, the Five Bloods, where it's like they talk about a certain uh, character, person, and it's just like a picture that. Is on the is on the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're talking about that event, picture of that person. They're talking about Aretha Franklin. There she is, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Like, it reminded but me a lot of Big style. Short and stuff, like an Adam McKay film, a recent one, where it's also like all this information, just like literally talking to the audience, like very, very literally, just like this is the person we're talking about. I thought it was kind of odd. I might be wrong. Doesn't he do that also in Black Clansman? I, mean, no, I saw saying. it recently. Now. I'm- yeah, I yeah, forgot. yeah. I, I think he does. I think he does. Yeah. I, but I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen a lot of Spike Lee's films uh, to my uh, shame. What's kind of weird, I think a, a lot of people haven't seen that much of him because I watched the trailer of Black Klansman, uh, not sorry, not Black Klansman, The Five Bloods after I finished watching it. Mm-hmm. And every like 30 no, or 20 seconds in the trailer, it says, from the director of Black Klansman, from then from the writer of Black Klansman, and well, just says Black Klansman thing. over and over. Yeah, sure, but he made so many well-known films, like Malcolm yeah. X or something like that. Sure, no, <laughs> yeah, sure, but but it's it's more like nowadays the younger audience um, they know Black Klansman and they don't know uh, do the right thing or whatever. That's yeah, just the way it is. So. That's just the way that the marketing sort of works now. If they say this is the director of uh, He's Got Game or whatever that movie was called, no one's going to know that what who the hell uh, they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, look at the app. He's Got Game is that that thing? He he got game. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Spike Lee. <laughs> he got game. <laughs> what have you seen actually from Spike Lee? Because I've only seen like no, three I, movies. I don't want to go through that uh, walk of shame because I haven't seen a lot. Um, I one yep. of my favorite Spike Lee film is Twenty Fifth Hour. I love that film. All right, sorry, I've seen, including Five Bloods, then I've seen five films. Yeah, I've but, seen. I have not seen Do the Right Thing from beginning to end. I've seen, uh, I would say, the majority of it, but I haven't seen it from start to finish. It's so weird to think that he's done Twenty Fifth Hour and Old Boy because they seem so incredibly different <laughs> from his other films. Oh, of course, Old Boy is my favorite. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think but I don't think I've seen uh, Inside Man. I like Inside Man. It's also Inside Man is also from Spike Lee. That's Spike Lee, yeah. All right, I've seen one more Spike Lee. <laughs> one more, more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't done a whole lot of films, did he? I mean, he did some music what, videos, if I'm not wrong, and some like NBA, like f- basketball stuff. Yeah, that's he got game. All right. Uh, but you know he's done a lot over the years. I mean, he's been working for I don't know how many years. He's done uh, 
well on letterbox it says he's done 73 things but that's like including everything um but um like his first film was what's called she she chirac no no that's like a recent one like his first big uh feature film where he also acts do the right thing she's gotta have it she's gotta have it yeah yeah interesting have you seen that like my only old Spike Lee film that I've seen. Oh, you haven't like, seen Do the Right Thing either. No, no, I've seen like Chrono I can't say it. <laughs> Have a sip of wine. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. My second glass. Yeah. I'm feeling good. This is going to be the longest episode ever. We need to start, sort of <laughs> because right, we're not, we're not yeah, we're like half an hour the, in. We're not even talking about the thing, the best thing. But it's all right. right. Yeah. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was just, oh, I wasn't trying to rush you. I was just genuinely. No, 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 you're completely right. <laughs> I drift off too much. But yeah, I, I wasn't a huge fan, uh, fan of the film, just of the story. Many, th- many things just didn't seem believable or just. What did you think of um, Paul? Because um, he is loud. Kind of annoying. <laughs> he is uh, <laughs> very, very much uh, uh, um, sort of now. I've I've read a lot of people talk um, like saying that he should be um, in contention for an, an Academy Award. It's, I mean, it's early, but uh, a lot of people are very, very impressed with him. I think he's, he's as, got the strongest performance in this film, definitely. He's got the, like the most, most interesting, interesting character as well. Yeah, Delroy Lindo is the actor's name. But can he be? He can't be in contention anyway, right? Why not? Because it didn't release in theaters. I think they changed that. I think they changed that this year. They, they for academy that, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay all right for this year makes sense yeah. i don't even think it was because of this whole uh, quarantine i think they did it before that uh, i think they um uh, even before this whole thing happened or maybe just after i don't know but they allowed like streaming movies to be in contention as well interesting but, but they not did tv some, movies i i don't think so i don't know right. but they did some uh changes recently like um they're like like um it's got something to do with like checking or like dividing the year into like quarters and then um, um, sort of checking the catalog every um, quarter year and then so to, to not have the movies that are released early in the year sort of be forgotten once yeah. the nominations come out. Does that make sense? I think that's a great thing yeah. to do. Yeah, because every freaking Oscar film comes out in like November, yeah. December. Absolutely. Uh, with the exception of Get Out, because that was like I think that was released like at the beginning of the year, and then a whole yeah. year later it was uh, yeah a huge the, hype behind it. Yeah. But I think that decision is first of all it's good for the guys who make the films to have their films in contention. I think it's just good for the consumers, yeah, because that way we get films, good films all year round, not just in, like the last quarter. I think t- t- people are going to like the the production uh, companies or, or the the distributing. Uh, companies are still going to release their uh, like m- most of them are still going to release them at the back half of the year but well if it's a new thing i guess so but maybe in like the next couple of years it yeah, might change maybe. maybe but yeah i mean uh, it's it's hard to talk about uh, like to summarize uh, uh, the five bloods like so quickly now because um it's a long film it's two and a half hours long and it's um um as you said it, it's i didn't love it but i i, I um I liked it. I mean, it's got some uh, like um, the guy who says she, Isaiah Whitlock <laughs> Jr. I mean, he yeah. he's made a living just from that word. I mean, it's, uh, I, he even says it in the film as well. Um, and I thought the the actors overall were were pretty good. Um, I think somewhat better than ours. Somewhat better opinion. than ours. I would agree. Yeah. And <laughs> the funniest thing is like top billed actors on like IMDb. <clears throat> number yeah. two is Jean Reno. 
Yeah. That guy's got like less than 10 minutes of screen time. Sure, but he's one of the most uh, well-known actors out of that cast, I would yeah, say. Yeah, sh- I guess so, but still, I don't know. It kind of feels weird to have him that high up. I think yeah. like, top of the actor is still Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the whole um, talking to camera thing with Paul towards the end? Do you remember that? I thought it was kind of cool at the beginning, but then it's, they dragged it out for too long, in my opinion. So would you would you say that um, would you agree with him being uh, sort of uh, award worthy? <laughs> Long hmm. pause. Yeah, he's. I think he's kind of in contention. I think he did a great job in his role. My opinion might might be kind of foggy, if you can say that, because uh, I thought the, the film smoke. was all right at best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, just my opinion of the film kind of might uh, change my opinion of his performance. Sure. But the more I think about it, yeah, he did a great job, and especially in those scenes towards the end. Yeah. He like, did a great job. But then there are other scenes which seem so ridiculous that it's yeah. hard to take him serious. Would but you? Yeah, I, sorry. Yeah. yeah, please. Would you agree that the um, best scene of the film is the one that involves a rope? Because I've seen a lot of people talk, mention that. It's the most exciting scene. It is the most exciting, and scene. I'm so I would love to know if that's that will work in real life, but it's impossible to check, I guess. Right, but I, once it was, when it was happening, I was like, "That's kind of smart," you know. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm sure that that's based on reality somewhere. It kind of makes sense, but also like, would it really work? I don't know. That but doesn't seem like enough time. That whole scene, um, I was like expecting that thing to happen the entire time. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's like, like the thing that happened before that. With right, one right. of the crew, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I knew that it was going to happen just the way he behaved. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's what I'm saying. The whole yeah. the whole time, you're just expecting that to happen, yeah. and it happens. But, like, but yeah. then there's like that, that, <laughs> the way that that's shot, like because the thing happens, right? And we're not spoiling. it. I mean, we're kind of talking around it, but it happens. Yeah, we're and very like, cryptic in our episodes. Yes, we are. We, we, we don't, <laughs> don't want to give it away. Yeah, but the thing happens. I was like, okay, there it is. It happens now, right? No, I wasn't like shocked or anything. Like, okay, there it is. But then they showed the aftermath of that. Like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like, what it also seemed world? too extreme, man. Yeah, and it, it yeah. seemed so ridiculous. Like that—that's yeah. how it would look like. I don't think so. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, let's 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 move on. But maybe yeah, we'll we'll, sure. we'll, we'll um, uh, just uh, once we gathered off, like because I've seen it today. Um, right. Maybe we can like n- next week. Well, that's going to be a special episode. But uh, maybe we'll get to talk about it again um, once we sort of. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we, we just I just feel like we need to move on now. All right, just by process of elim- elimination, what's your best thing that you've seen yeah. all week? Um, so the, <laughs> the best thing that I've seen is a movie called Vivarium. I don't know if I pronounced what? that correctly. All right, no idea. Well, here I'm we go. Um, <laughs> another film I've been looking forward to, and it's now finally available on Amazon. You can rent it for like four bucks. It stars Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, that's the reason why I was excited, and it stars also <laughs> Imogen Poots, Imogen Poots, Imogen Who? Poots. What? what? Uh, whoa, whoa, she was whoa, in. What? She was in uh, Art of Self Defense. The, right. the girl, you know? Do you remember? Ah, all right, all right, yeah. I am so sorry because I'm obviously butchering her name because uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, but um, she was also in um, a film that I think is vastly underrated. Uh, 
but I also forgot what it's called now. Uh, hold on, I'm looking at my Blu-ray shelf for a second. <laughs> it's called That Awkward Moment. The Zac Efron, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I uh, think you've Miles told me about this film, yeah. Yeah, she's also in that. Anyway, this is a weird episode today. Uh, Vivarium, right? I might butcher that name as well. What this is about is Jesse Eisenberg and <laughs> her <laughs> and Imogen Poots. They are a couple and they're sort of looking at houses and um, they're going to like the, you know, their, um, what, what, what's it called uh, in English? The, uh, the the guy who sets them up with apartments. Help me out for a second. No, the the Jesus, uh, Jesus, not uh, the landlord. The uh, no, no, I was also thinking of the landlord. No, it's the uh, real estate agent. Right, right, that's the one. Um, so they go into an estate agent, real estate agent, and he um he wants to show them a house. So they're driving in that suburban area where that house is, and they're showing them a house. First of all, that real estate agent is one of the creepiest guys I've ever seen. <laughs> but, uh, uh, right. like, intentionally. Intentionally. Because this is actually a horror film. And I didn't know that. Um, I was like, like a serious horror film? Not a serious. Well, there were some genuinely terrifying moments in this. Um, where I was like, this, this, I was like, what in the world is going on right now? Um, but I, I didn't expect it. I thought this was like, because, just to set up the premise, they're, they're going to the suburban area there. No one else is. There's like so many houses. Like every house looks the same. They're just like uh, uh, porch on porch, right? All next to each other. Just a fence separating them. And they all look identical. And no one else is in this whole suburban area. And they're looking at this one house. And then they're looking at it. And then the uh, real estate agent just disappears. So then they're just obviously, they're obviously creeped out. And then so they want to take their car and drive away. But they are stuck in a loop. They always um, come back to the house that they left. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. That's that's all I'm going to say. That's sort of the Dude, premise. That sounds incredibly cool. Yeah. I don't know why. Because I've thought about like loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like things that go in a loop. Yeah. And, and movies and uh, video games. And you like those, yeah. What, what, no, just one you like, some um, things were announced that also like feature a loop. Some things were announced? Yeah, a video game and something like that. And now that you say a movie that kind of goes in a loop makes it sound incredibly interesting to me right now. What video game? Uh, the, uh, With the PlayStation 5 name? reveal thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it looks terrible. What did you think of the? <laughs> you don't like the design? What? The, no, sorry, the PS5? Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Oh, but you dislike the the design of the game. Yeah, the the game it looks kind of cool at the beginning. Then the show. Oh, the, the, I know the one you're talking about. Or so. The the orange one, where that's like the, this orange font, where they like um, uh, he has to. Uh, no, it's a she. No, but the, the, they showed one game where there's also a loop. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, now. I think there are multiple. Uh, the video alien games one. Coming you're out. talking about the alien one. Yeah. Right, but at the end they showed another loop one where they where he has to like kill seven people or something like that. Do you remember that? And um, he keeps also uh, I don't know what it's called. No, no, I'm not sure. No, that game looks sick. Anyway, this is a, <laughs> I don't. I'm so sorry. This is going to be the most confusing episode, which uh, makes sense because of the, the movie that I'm talking about yeah. as well. If you're listening to confusing. this episode, you maybe should also grab a glass of wine. Or like that. <laughs> Might be more fun. <laughs> now 30 minutes in <laughs> um 
So yeah, that's we'll the put whole... a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, we will. Might be better drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but but uh, so the premise is that they obviously they can't leave, uh, and then things happen, right? And it's like it's not great uh, because I, mean, right. I got to be honest, here, it's not a great film. Uh, but once again, the premise sort of sold me there. It's like the platform, or it's like. Um, Groundhog Day. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was thinking of film, films that we talked about in the podcast, but um, I was just sold on the premise alone. And I'm, I'm a big fan of Jesse Eisenberg. And, you know, and, and as I said, I'm, I was surprised as to how scary it was at times because things are like very, very weird at times. There's no like jump scares, none at all. It's just <laughs> a kid is involved then who is oh, incredibly creepy. Uh, uh, creepy. Creepy. Weird. Yeah, dude, I hate fucking creepy kids. Yeah. Fuck that shit. It's, it really uh, scared me at times. Um, but on the other hand, it was just so ridiculous that it sort of, you know, I was able to, you know, step away and not like <laughs> really be immersed in the scariness of what's going on. I was just like wondering the whole thing of how they're going to resolve this thing. And then, uh, yeah, they, they resolved it. And uh, it was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's one way of wrapping it up. Uh, I maybe would have preferred a different one, but I also That's saw what that. we talked about the last episode, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to expand mm. on that just uh, for context? No, because we talked about unfulfilling endings and how it can change our views of the whole film. Sure. We Even talked about that on every right. episode, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> the unfulfilling endings. <laughs> but um, yes, if you're a fan of these sort of weird premises, um, then I would definitely recommend Vivarium because um, the premise is really, really great and interesting. And they, they do um, make some decisions that are really, really great. Um, and there's there's some, some some twists and turns that I, you know, that you don't see coming in the way that they are actually um, shown. You know, you're always like thinking, what's going on? Could it, could it be this way? Could it be that way? You're not going to be flashed like, oh my God, I didn't expect that at all. But the way they actually reveal things is quite cool. And scary at times. Um, but yeah, uh, it feels like I've, we talked about the first film like 20 minutes and now this one's going to be like five <laughs> minutes. But um, as I said, the week has been, for me, both of those films have been sort of decent and they've not been great. But I'm going to give Vivarium the pick of the week just because... Um, we talked about the five plots first. <laughs> no, no, I was going to, I think I was going to do that anyway. Um, you know, I always like to sort of uh, talk about films that maybe not a lot of people have heard of and... I think this might be might be one of those films. So um if the premise is interesting and you're also a fan of the actors, um check it out. The and the, the real estate agent is incredibly creepy. <laughs> it kinda of pains me that the five bloods is not gonna be my pick of the week. Yeah, I'm I, excited, I was dude. What's gonna what's looking your forward pick? to it? My pick is I think I also teased the last episode of something animated. Because oh, a new season God. came out oh, yeah, of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knew yes. what it's gonna be? No, no, no. I remember you talking about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was like, okay, this is gonna be another thing. I have no idea uh, what it's gonna be. No, no. I mean, it's the fourth season of F is for Family, and I love that show. If you don't know what, it's a Bill Burr one, right? Yeah, right. And that's like the first thing that I saw of Bill Burr, and then I kind of saw him as a stand-up comedian, and then I connected. Oh, it's the same guy as from. F for Family, and since then I'm a big fan of Bill Burr's stand-up and podcasts, etc. Yeah, 
I remember you talking about F is for family, F for family, um, on yeah. one of our first podcasts because we talked about Bilber. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but it's it's a great show because it kind of mixes being serious and being funny in a good way and not such incredibly preachy way, but just it's like Bilber humor. If you're into that, because he voices the main character and it's some things that happen in the show are kind of based on his childhood. Okay. Growing up in the like 70s, late 70s. And he voices the father and kind of a little bit based on his own father, like a kind of a dad who kind of keeps losing his cool and keeps screaming at his kids. And it's, it's, it's a comedy. It's very funny at times. But it's also quite serious about a father who want to be a pilot but now he works in an airport and never uh, became what he wanted to be and he and his wife kind of not that happy with the marriage but they seem very happy with each other at times but he keeps losing his cool and she kind of keeps nagging him as he says and it's it's a great show and it's it's a kind of a great way to kind of drive forward the show introduce new characters very fitting characters and yeah it they show way more of the background of some characters and of him and in the fourth season we finally see his dad and how he treated him and kind of explains why he's such an asshole to his kids and right. yeah it's it's a show worth checking out i don't know if you've seen any episodes of it no is this the last series it's last season now or no this is, uh, i thought it's I not thought no, no, it's, the last one no no it's and with quite a cliffhanger right you love those but in a good way it's like it could end at this very moment and it would be kind of fine Okay, but there's still some things unresolved, and the thing is, like, it's like ten episodes per season. Right. I think it's perfect, perfect length. And one of the characters is voiced by your, one of your favorites, Sam Rockwell. Oh wow, I'm, I'm I'm intrigued now. Yeah, and his wife and the wife of Leslie Bill Burr's character is voiced by Laura Dern, and their son is voiced by Justin Long, and there are some other famous voice actors in there, like. Alison Janney, Janey makes an appearance and other people. And they've they've been in the show like from season one? So, well, Laura Dern and Bill Burr and Justin Long, yeah. Okay. But and Sam Rockwell as well, yeah. Okay. He's very he's like the hippie neighbor. Well not hippie, he's like a works for a radio station. He's like this coked up music producer. Right. He's <laughs> kind of very alternative. Which is kind of the counterpart to Bill Burr's character Frank, who is like this conservative very unhappy guy and his neighbors neighbors this go lucky guys everything's gonna be fine come on do some cocaine with me <laughs> he's like you fucking hippie get a job <laughs> but yeah dude, it's a great show and if you like bill burr stand up you're gonna find a lot of his jokes yeah not the exact jokes but love his premises and what he makes fun of you'll find in this show yeah, I remember. Didn't you say you told me recently that you watched the stand up and you you like knew every joke because that was the the special that we saw live. Yeah, yeah. Great, was that released like recently? Special, yeah. It was released like about six months ago, I think. Gotcha. It was released like in November, October. Okay, like a bit more than six months, but yeah. But you didn't know that that was the same program, did you? I didn't. I was yeah. looking forward to it so much, and I was <laughs> <laughs> hoped it's going to be a great show. And then I watched it as all right, so I kind of knew that joke from somewhere, and then yeah. another one, another one, and the ending is different because the ending in our <laughs> show was just amazing. The joke that he <laughs> left with. Sure, I thought you were going to say like he didn't thank Vienna 
in the Netflix that as well. <laughs> beautiful. I hope he's coming back. And Paul Verzi as well. He was like the warm-up stand-up for Bill Burr when we yeah. saw him in Vienna. And it was great. He was and great, he yeah. talks about uh, Paul Verzi quite a bit on his podcast from time to time. What was the ending of the of the show when we saw it? He talked about it, how his daughter was born. And now he has a son, like, in, like last month or a couple of weeks. He got a son now. Congratulations. But, yeah. Bill, and anyway... <laughs> he he talked about I don't want to I don't know I don't want to spoil the joke well, it's, it's not even the special is it yeah I guess oh well okay anyway he says yeah his daughter was born he's like a mother becomes kind of a mother when she's pregnant they kind of got this bond with their child and he was kind of worried that he wasn't going to love his daughter like it's just going to be a child because he's a big fan of children and then his daughter was born he's like oh right I'm a father but it didn't really click with him and then a couple of hours later, he finally got to hold his daughter, and when he held his daughter, he fought himself all the things, all the bad things that would could happen to her, and he kind of saw her whole life play through and how people might mess with her. And she thought about, I think, some boyfriend who was gonna treat her like shit or something like that, and he just fought himself and said out loud, while looking at a child, and the nurse was walking by, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> And the nurse kind of saw that. <laughs> I was really freaked out. <laughs> I remember that now, yeah. That You didn't put that in the special? No. It was the perfect way to end the show. Yeah. The, I think it was one of the biggest laughs of the night, and then he left. I wonder is, why he didn't how put you that in. Supposed just to too harsh? Maybe, I guess. I mean, it's on Netflix, isn't it? I mean, they usually you don't can have say any whatever you want. Yeah. Well, well, they live tape a show from somewhere and maybe he thought it wasn't right for the audience. I don't know. Could be, but I think they they like cut together certain recordings as well. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of stand-up and I'm kind of disappointed because like two stand-ups that I started watching and I tried to find more clips of them on YouTube and every clip, no if, no matter if they're like one or maybe three years apart from when I were in different shows like Conan or Jimmy Fallon or one of the live shows, they always have the same jokes. Yeah. Which kind of disappoints me. I would guess, yeah, it's not easy to write a whole new set for everything that you do. And especially when you're like in a late night show, you're going to do the bits that you already have to kind of show them what you got. They're not going to do a full set. Yeah. But pretty much every clip we show the, the same stuff. thing. Yeah. Who did you watch? No, I even saw one, like the whole thing from, fuck, I, I forgot his name. The guy that I showed you when you were over at my place. Like oh, a couple weeks yeah. ago. I need to watch this guy. That, that guy was He's great. He's yeah. great, yeah. I but forgot it, his name as well. Everything on YouTube is like the same jokes he did in that set except for one story that he tells. Okay. I found one clip where he talks about something else but other than that, same, uh, same I, material. I, I wrote it down. Hold on one second. It was Sam Morrill. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... Oh, Morrell. Morrell. Sorry. Yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah. Um, great guy. Check him out. Yeah, well, we had uh, um, like three. We we were three friends uh, all, all sitting. Uh, well, we you know we, were, uh, we watched it when it, when we were at your place um, a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. um, I, I I was worried that he might only be funny because we you know we had some beers. Um, also good sober. Yeah, that's why you you told me that a couple of days. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like two one two days later, we met at a friend's place to cook and you know have a little get together of friends and on my way there I listened to some of his stand up <laughs> yeah, I told I you this uh, I listened to some stand up uh, with my headphones while I was on my way there and I just had the audio and walking along the street and 
I started laughing out loud. I was on the street and kind of tried to hold it back. And I think it looked like I was (laughs) pulling back. That I was going to cry or something like that. And people looked at me very strangely. And I was like, all right, I got to stop this. I got to stop this. It looked ridiculous. But maybe one more joke and I listened to it again. And I started laughing again, just biting my lip and doing weird noises, trying to hold back my laughter. I was like, all right, I got to listen to some music or something. Because it's just the biggest endorsement you can give. Because I remember that yeah. you mentioned that. I was like, that's got to be good. So, yeah, I mean, let's, let's uh, yeah. Check him out. I need to check him out as well. Yeah, please do. Good. Please do. All right. Have you seen anything else this week? No, I've talked about the two things. Um, I, I'm, I'm now just going in through my mind as to what we haven't discussed about the Five Bloods because I feel like we, we talked about basically nothing. Just uh, we yeah. went through Spike Lee's f- uh, filmography and that was it. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's so much to discuss. Like 20 minutes about, the, about, yeah. about it. Yeah, but it's, it's a fine film, but a lot of the things that happen you kind of see coming and it's kind of confusing, especially one scene at the end with Otis when he... With his daughter, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But oh it seemed like I wasn't sure. Is it like a dream sequence, Dude. or it's supposed to be real? It seems so incredibly. You fake. know, I don't want to bash as, uh, an actor's performance, but the way that she cried when they hugged, yeah, it made it seem like a fucking crazy person. It was like an insane person. It, yeah, it's like it was like so the, weird. The 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 um. Uh, the um, in Get Out in Get Out yes yeah, yeah we were spotting same yeah. sex like the mother the, and the, yeah, the yeah, housemaid the housemaid yeah the yeah. maid from like Get Out exactly who I was thinking yeah. maybe it's the same it, it, it no no the it's, same not, actors, it's no. not it's not it's exactly who, who I was thinking of yeah yeah me too but uh, so weird yeah yeah um, and also like the just last words on, on, on that movie just the coincidence of them finding what they're looking for it's just like a guy's yep. taking a shit. There he is. We found what we're looking for. Then walk five more steps. Oh, here's the other thing we, we've been looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, they, maybe the movie was even longer and they cut certain parts out of that. But yeah, anyway, but, I'm Yeah, rambling. the film is two and a half hours long and yeah. it seems like not, not really a lot happens except like the last half an hour. It's all right. Well, I mean, it has some interesting scene, but switching between the flashbacks and... In the beginning of the film, it starts with some clips, right? And it's kind of well, like real-life clips. And yeah. they showed some real photos and video video of Vietnam. And mm-hmm. so it shows some dead people, people getting shot for real and people yeah. dying. And they, sh- shot a dead, they, they showed a uh, picture of a dead baby with like its jaw blown off or something like that. And I don't think that this film, especially with like the level of seriousness that it has, is not the right place to show such pictures because it's kind of an insult to the memory of like that that children. I mean, I get what Spike Lee wow. tries. I mean, yeah. he tries to bring, kind of convey serious mes- messages with like humor, but I think kind of that those scenes were not appropriate for that film. But I don't think that this movie is um, uh, nearly as funny as it as like Black Klansman. I don't think there's a lot. They, I don't think they went for a lot of humor in this. There's like I Don't can't you think, think I mean just the absurdity of all those characters you already know and sure like, well in just the be- scene with what we talked about before the rope and everything like that the way they portrayed or like later like how they portrayed people dying is is yeah. they portrayed uh, portrayed in quite a comedic and over the top way nearly like Quentin Tarantino or something like that and then comparing think- it to other like real violence that happened. I know what you're saying. Seem appropriate. I know what you're saying. I just don't think. I I didn't 
think of it as them going for humor in those situations. Uh, I agree that they were like a bit over the top at times, but yeah, if they went for humor, then they missed yeah. for me uh, at least. But, uh, you know, if you're a, a cinephile, you're going to watch the movie. I mean, it's a Spike Lee yeah. joint, and uh, I think it's it's worth checking out. I would yeah. say that. I mean, uh, And I think that kind of explains why we called it a joint in the last, in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, yeah, not talking about I think everyone got that. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Are you, uh, did they, I Depends. Know. I don't know. I think when you talk about a joint, especially sure. in like non-American. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, not in the U.S. or something like that. But we forgot to mention as well, obviously, the the, the Five Bloods, it's on Netflix now. It came yeah, it's out, a Netflix film. Uh, on, on, on Friday, Friday when, yeah, the Friday before this episode yeah, like comes out. The 12th, yeah. Yeah, and, um, yeah, you, you uh, do you have anything else you want to just mention real quickly that you've seen? Yeah, I've, I've seen one more thing that I'm, that I'm kind of getting into, and a new season is coming out in, like, 13 days, so... Okay. The episode after the next one, we might get a chance to talk about it, which is Dark, the German Netflix yeah, yeah, show, yeah, the Netflix which show. I've been putting off for putting off for such a long time because it's just so hard to great. get into German things. Okay, let me just start off by saying it gets better with time and the plot gets better, but at the beginning of the uh, of the show, some of the actors are just horrendous. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if it's just I don't I'm not well. There's a different style between American acting and German acting. German acting is way more it's drier, okay, it's not so over the top as American acting. Yeah, but just apart from that, there are like two or three actors who do a great job. But especially in the beginning, they they seem so you you can just picture them being in front of a camera and them rehearsing their lines. Right, but I don't know if it's just. If they get better with time, because some of the actors, sorry, some of the actors are quite young, and might be one of the first big roles, and I guess sure, they get more experience. But some are older. But the acting seems to get better. I don't know if it's just my imagination, just getting used to it, or if they're actually better. But I talked to to somebody like like half a year ago, like end of the last year. And he talked about the show, and he said, <laughs> I said, "How is it?" And like, because I'm not big into German shows or movies. And he said, "Well, the good thing is they don't talk a lot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's true. They they do not talk a whole lot, which right. kind of makes it better because there's some quality in silence at times. But yeah, and they have some special effects, and they don't seem amazing. Okay. They seem very animated, but I guess it's kind of a circumstance of the budget. I'm so sure you I can't hold say, that against them. Yeah, I'm sure those are going to get those effects are going to get better every season now as the more budget comes along. Yeah, well, from season two to one, there wasn't a huge improvement, especially the special effects get more intense with season two. Right, and I will. I hope like season three is going to come out, and I'm like at episode five of season two now. Okay, and I. I hope it's going to end with season three, maybe four. Like, it seems like season two, a lot of the questions we have because it starts off quite cryptic and then more and more things get revealed. And at the point where I'm at, a lot of things have been revealed. There's some, a lot of, well, there's a lot of questions still open, but I hope they're going to clear them up and towards the end of season two, beginning of season three, and then they're going to end it because that's not a show I think you should drag out for too long. And I don't see how they could because there's like kind of an ultimatum, especially towards season two. Right, and if they kind of drag it out, still, it's just gonna seem wrong. I'm sure they'll find a way to drag it out. Yeah, I hope not. I hope <laughs> not. 
And there's one more thing that I want to talk about. I rewatched the film. I know we're it's kind of a long episode, but she want to say uh, for uh, say I, I rewatched the film, a big film. That's <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. Big film. Yeah. I haven't seen this film since <laughs> I saw it in the cinema. Yeah. It's not a good film. I, I thought you're opening that, uh, a box of like so much yeah. conversations to be had. I know, but there are just so many scenes. And there's one death scene towards the end of the film, and I'm just gonna say it. So sure. listen away for like five to ten seconds. It's a death scene of Marion Cotillon. Yes, and it's incredibly cheap. And you can listen again if you're out there. <laughs> they, how would they know if they can listen? Again? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I can't really hold it against. It's less a fault of the actress because it just seems so wrong. And I know she's a great actress. Yeah. So maybe it was just a bad take, but I think it's the the fault of the director, Christopher Nolan, that he said, all right, that's a good scene. Let's cut it there. Let's do it. It's the worst death scene that I've ever seen. It's so cheap. It's like, look straight at the person and then <laughs> in less than a second, close their eyes and kind of tilts the head down like they're dead. It yeah. seems so, so, so cheap. And the, there's so many flaws with this film. And I really love the Dark Knight, like everybody does. It's a great freaking film. And I really like Batman Begins. I rewatched it and it was better than I remembered it. But I was like, all right, Dark Knight Rise. There are some cool scenes that I still remember from back in the day. And I thought, all right, it's going to be cool to rewatch it finally. So disappointing. So, so disappointing. <laughs> I, so I, I remember flaws. liking that movie a lot. And I've I rewatched uh, Begins and The Dark Knight re- like recently, like a year ago. And I've not uh, watched rises uh, i haven't yeah. seen that since the theaters either but uh, if you if you look up <laughs> yeah, there's a youtube video called terrible acting the dark knight yeah. rises um, marion cotillard sunday drive and death yeah uh, you're not alone <laughs> in that opinion all right well now you've spoiled it this is the way for like are, are you kidding me? But, uh, yeah. i will put it in the time codes that will be all fine right. we'll be fine but anyway uh, yeah i'm yeah. sorry there yeah. are the multiple instances of bad acting and like bad choreography that's the word yeah if in the big fight scenes if you i can because i already knew what's gonna happen i kind of looked in the background if you just look a little bit what the actors do in the background it seems so incredibly cheap which (laughs) is so disappointing for such a big budget film they must have like a ton of people in the background doing this looking that everything looks all right and i mean there are a lot of pictures who who do that like an have I'm sure a lot of people who work on that and do a great job with uh, looking at everything seems all right. Nothing seems too out of place, but I don't know. I mean, it's Christopher freaking Nolan. Everyone says, like, what a great director and the times he is, but other times I'm not sure what he does. He seems like he focuses on just the one thing in frame and everything else is like forgotten. I don't know. Maybe I'm ranting too much, but I don't know. Well, Tenet's coming out now, end of July. They just yeah. pu- they pushed yeah. that back, and I cannot wait for that film. Yeah, now uh, I'm even more interested in seeing it. Just now that I seen Dark Knight Rising, like, all right, <laughs> what's gonna, Tenet going to be like? Because there are a couple of films w- from Christopher Nolan that I'm not a huge fan of, you're namely opening, you're opening Interstellar. Boxes here. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I know. Like, Let's like save this for another time. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm one best of few people who we've seen from Christopher Interstellar, Nolan. but yeah, yeah, it's divisive. Right. Well, it's the same same with Dark Knight Rises. I mean, a lot of people hate that movie. A lot of people yeah. love that movie. But yeah, you know, it's like the Five Bloods, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess. People are loving that film. They really are. Yeah. When I, when I try to, uh, when I lock the film, after I watch it, because I lock, like we both lock our films on 
Letterbox and IMDb. There were like 70 uh, ratings live on IMDb because right. I watched it on Friday shortly after it came out. Right. And I just saw the Metacritic sto- score right. and I saw the rating before I watched the film and sure. then after. And before <laughs> and after it dro- uh, dropped 0.8. Uh, it was 8.0 and then was 7.2. I don't know wh- where it's at right now. I don't but know. yeah. I don't it, know. I'm surprised by the Metacritic score of like 80, 82 or something like that. It's got a 7 right now. 7.0 on IMDb. And oh, by nice. the way, just uh, to wrap this up, I think Vivarium has like a 5.9. <laughs> so <All right>. 5.8. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, don't <laughs> judge it by the rating. It's, it's yeah. decent. It's decent. <laughs> right, I'm going to edit it. Dude, we've been going for an hour. This is literally like one hour yeah. now. Well, it's the midnight special. It is the midnight special, yeah. The midnight gospel. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. What a film. What a show. No, no, what a show. <laughs> no, I was thinking of the midnight, midnight. Me train? <laughs> no, no. You know, midnight. Paris. Midnight in Paris. No, no. What are you the talking about? The film that we saw on the sneak with uh, Michael Shannon. Midnight special. Midnight special. Well, yeah. Midnight special, yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's the midnight special. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Um, All right. Yeah. If you, thank you for listening first of yeah, all as um, always thank as you always so much. Uh, next week we'll do uh, we'll have another special episode um, like our 20th episode as well not yeah. only a you know special Big episode deal. but also the 20th episode hopefully um, that'll be exciting and good and um, yeah you can always uh, interact with us on Twitter at Best Thing Radio. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already to see all the great new cover art, cover design that uh, every new episode now has. And um, yeah, spread the word. Spread yeah. the word, please, and if was, you know anyone. I just want to say a shout out to all new listeners. Thank you for joining us. And shout out to all old listeners because I know there are a couple of you who watch pretty much every episode or listen to every episode. So yes. thank you so much for your support. Absolutely. It's great. And um, let's do another midnight special soon because I mean yeah. the conversation just flows, you know. <laughs> it's alcohol. And late We're opening time. all those boxes now, and I'm like, you know, keep them closed for the next. <laughs> next <laughs> and there's so many things I want to talk about, but there won't be time. We'll, we'll find time. We'll figure we'll, it out. Yeah, I hope so. All right. All right. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. Stay safe. Yeah. What a pleasure. Bye. Bye. Bye.